Hi, listeners. Welcome to the She Speaks Life podcast, a weekly encouragement where we share our God stories. I'm your host, Jamie Elizabeth, and I am so glad you are spending time with us today to listen. Hi, everyone. Welcome to She Speaks Life. I have a special guest today. I'm super excited. She's not just a guest, but she is my awesome sister. And she has a great God story to share with us about patient waiting in total surrender. And how do we wait for that thing that we have so much hope and desire? It's just not coming in the right time for us. So I just want to introduce to you my sister, Trisha Moore. So Trish, hi. Hi, Jamie. First of all, I'm so excited to be here to you know talk about my testimony. I have been with Jeff, my husband, for 10 years. We have four beautiful children, Grace, who's going on eight, and then Maverick, who's almost seven, Tanner, who is three, and Bodie, who is almost 11 months. We live in San Clemente, California. You know, we're busy with kids, and we just feel so blessed because it did take us quite some time to get pregnant believe it or not having four children now yeah so share with us that situation what did you do when you first had the news that there was an issue so when we got married we got married pretty young and wanted to have children pretty soon so we started trying i wasn't getting pregnant and after a year and a half of not being successful we decided to go see a fertility specialist he basically told me that i have something called pcos which is very common amongst a lot of women it's a hormonal imbalance and it's a wide range of a lot of factors but it was definitely crushing because a lot of women with PCOS have a really hard time getting pregnant and we were you know scared at the time because we knew we wanted a family and we just started researching different things that we could do on the medical side to help with my PCOS and being able to get pregnant. So at the time, you know, everyone's like, fertility, oh, for sure, you're going to get pregnant as soon as you start that. Yeah. We were excited. I researched like different fertility specialists. I started actually reading my Bible again and praying. And it was all about hope, everything that I kept coming across. And it was just crazy that I like hope, just have hope and patience, like everything. It was just a common theme about all the devotionals that I was having and everything. And I came across a great fertility um, place and it was called Hope Fertility. Oh, wow. And I was like, oh my goodness, like this is amazing. And I started reading the reviews and it ended up that the doctor was Christian. And I just felt really led to go see him because I had seen a couple other specialists who kind of wrote me off saying, oh, you're just, you know, you're too young. You have plenty of time to get pregnant. Yeah. Like no big deal. Yeah. 
feel. But so as soon as I went and saw this, this doctor at Hope Fertility, he sat with me for like two hours, went over all these tests. And he was the one that actually came up with the conclusion that I had the PCOS. And he said, it's basically going to be difficult for you to get pregnant. So let's see what we can do. So I ended up getting on the fertility treatment and I thought we would be pregnant quickly because it's medical. So of course, you know, you should get pregnant right away. Right. But as time went on, it was month to month and we were not getting pregnant. It was extremely frustrating because I feel like I'm such an instant gratification personality. I ended up getting really frustrated with my husband as well. It was not, you know, intimacy was not fun anymore because <laughs> it was work. Yeah. And he was, you know, just as frustrated as I was. And it was just a really dark time, I think, even for our marriage. Um, Sure. At that time, I was looking to God in every aspect. I really got involved in, like, Bible studies and just kind of asking, like, why? Why why is this my path right now? Yeah. And I remember, like, just sitting in church with worship, getting teary-eyed, envisioning, am I going to have a child at this time next year? Or am I never? Maybe a different route maybe adoption. I mean, so many different things were running through my mind at that time. Right. But all we could do is just rely on each other and rely on that everything was in God's timing, even though it wasn't happening right at that time that we wanted it to. Yeah. And I find that when we don't get what we are asking for, we do start questioning God. And it's okay to ask God questions like that. I think some people may feel guilty or shameful even asking God, you know, why? Or you're not responding quick enough. Like he can handle it. And he wants us to be able to come to him with all our frustrations, with all our pain. And so I just love that you're bringing him questions, you know, why me? Because I think that is a normal question we ask ourselves when we're going through the the dark times. So is there a time or, or a real pivotal turn that you feel like you had this revelation from God? Or was it just a gradual process? Well, I think at the time, I did not feel it as much. Like, I mean, I was in his word. But when I look back, he was teaching me so many different things that is applying to every aspect of being a parent, like patience, you know, not getting what you want. Looking back, I actually ended up writing down my prayers because I thought for sure, you know, one day I would have a child, whether it would be my biological or adopted. Mm -hmm. And I wanted to keep like a journal. I remember just looking at it when we moved. I had written down so many different Bible stories, verses, and I was just in awe of seeing how deep I was at that time and how intimate and all my trust was with God. And I knew that he would see me through it. It did make me spiritually grow and being able to apply all that stuff now. I mean, parenting is so hard and going through all that makes me even appreciate more my babies and how blessed 
blessed and how what a sacred gift they are from mm-hmm. God and that he chose us to be their parents. Yeah. So in the moment, it was really difficult to see where God was trying to teach anything to me, but I just knew that I had to trust, be patient and have hope and all the underlying like themes that I kept scene yeah totally unfolding that is so good i love how god prepares us today for our tomorrow and how we don't always see that until it's further down the road and then we can look back and go wow god i could see your footprints i can see your handprints throughout those years or that season in the waiting or, you know, just preparing me to that that next step, that next desire, the dream, the calling, whatever it is that you're waiting upon. I just love that you were leaning into him and trusting in him, even though you weren't seeing anything yet in your natural eyes. So how long did it take you to get pregnant with your first baby? So... You know, we went through some trials. It was sad because I did end up having a miscarriage before we had our first baby. Mm -hmm. Um, So that was a huge setback. For sure. And it was was hard. But at the time, I kind of had this weird peace about it at the same time. Mm -hmm. Uh, It was kind of almost like a relief that, okay, wow, I was able to get pregnant. So at that point, it was a baby step for me to be like, I can get pregnant. There is a chance. You know, I was kind of just gung-ho to keep going. And then it was frustrating, too, at the same time, because after that, we kept trying. And the hormones that they give you is just insane. And it was really, like, taxing on my body and mentally and spiritually at times. And so I remember right before I got pregnant with my daughter, daughter Grace, we had done a couple different fertility sessions and it's just so hard on your body, the hormones that they give you. And it's just taxing on your body as well as mentally. So physically and mentally. I remember praying on the way to work in the car Uh (laughs) and just saying, you know, God, this is the last time that I'm going to do the fertility treatment. And then I'm going to take a break because I was thinking, this is so much for me. This, uh, just having this hormonal ups and down weight fluctuations and just feeling so tired. Mm -hmm. And the doctor had told me the next step because I was not getting pregnant was in vitro. I just was like, I don't know if I'm ready for that. I was already so tired from the medication called Clomid and then an IUI, which is artificial insemination when I ovulated. Mm -hmm. I just did not want to go the IVF route. So on the way to work, I'm praying and I said, God, if you want me to get pregnant, please have it happen now. Or that's my sign from you that I need to take a break and we'll see if I need to do IVF down the road. Yeah. So I took the medication knowing that that was going to be my last time. I got a phone call from the doctor and the doctor said that I was pregnant. Oh my! I was like in tears. (laughs) (laughs) I was like, this was going to be like the last time that I was going to do it. And it was right at the cut off. Like I never had felt that way before. So you were in the car praying and then from that time praying in the car to when your doctor phoned you, is that the same day or was it the next day? 
the next day, maybe. It was definitely within 48 hours. Wow. But I had just gone through it. I had just went into the doctor, had the insemination done, and I just was feeling crummy. I probably was pregnant, and that's probably even more. I felt crummy. I was <laughs> yeah. like, oh, I can't do this again. And if this doesn't work, then I don't know what to do. I, I'm just going to wait on God and see what he has in store for me. Wow. So miracle. So. So you didn't just have one baby miracle. We did not think, you know, we could get pregnant. After going through everything that we did, we truly relied on God the whole time. We just were like, hey, whatever happens, happens at this point. You know, God has blessed us. And I remember being so in touch with God during even my labor with Grace. Mm. Every minute I was praying to him, get me through this part and that part. And he yeah. just kept carrying me through every portion of the labor yeah. until we saw her beautiful face and we just were in awe of God's creation and so we just were like whatever happens happens yeah your faith was increased right like once God comes through for us you're just boosted up and you're like oh wow God you are faithful thank you so now you're just resting and just thinking okay what happens happens And we just saw how relying on God through things will bless us at some point. We found out we were pregnant again with number two. I think Grace was only four months old. Oh my gosh. (laughs) So you you can still get pregnant nursing, ladies. When you're breastfeeding, you can still get (laughs) pregnant. <laughs> you sure can. I know. So we were shocked, but it was such a joyous announcement. You know, most people would be like, oh my goodness, I'm pregnant and might be in tears because it was such a difficult first few months with your infant. But <laughs> knowing everything that we had gone through, I was so excited actually and being like, oh my gosh, this is it. Like maybe I'm just meant to have two kids, you know, and, and this is my second and I'm so happy. And so Grace was only four months old. I had her holding the fertility urine stick to find out you're pregnant. And Jeff had gotten home from work, and I had her waving it around. And he's like, what? Why is she holding a thermometer? And I'm like, well, look at it. He's like, oh, my gosh. Well, that was easy. Like That was his first response. So we were just ecstatic. We were blessed with a sweet boy, Maverick. From then on out, we just knew that God was in control, and everything happens in his timing for sure. It was very difficult to have two young ones that close in age. But I think going through everything that we had gone through and relying on God, it made us get through that as a team because it it tested our marriage as well. It made us be a stronger team together to be good parents. So it was definitely an amazing experience. But, you know, we're still reaping the benefits of it all now, practicing everything that God is teaching us. Yeah. So precious niece and nephews, you've got Grace, Mav, and then you've got more. We just kept having them. (laughs) Our cup is full at that time. It was a lot of work. I mean, being a parent of any number of children. So we waited and took precaution. As time went on, we were like, 
we love our two kids and we want to bring another sibling into this world. And if it's in God's plan, then we'll see if it, you know, we can get pregnant again with another child. So I think it was only within like two months of actually trying. We got pregnant with our third son, Tanner. Yay! And <laughs> he just he brought so much joy, but he was also a very difficult sleeper for the first couple of years because he, you know, he was not the easiest baby. He hated being buckled. He hated car seats. Everything, but. He has such a big personality and is so fun. I love having him at home with me, and he's so joyful to be around. He brings so much laughter to our family. Because he was not the best sleeper, we were like, we are so done. Like, <laughs> yeah, this is it. God, we are, thanks for, you know, blessing us and everything we went through. It's like above and beyond, you know, you've given us so many blessings, but you you know, God, we're done now. Maxed out. Yeah, you know? you've given me enough to handle. Thank you. Yes, exactly. <laughs> yeah. So we were like, I'm done. By a surprise, I found out I was pregnant with number four oh. when um, Tanner was two. That was a different emotion than I had felt with the other three. We were not planning on it, and... We thought we were done. At that time, I felt overwhelmed. Again, that was just teaching us that it's all God's plan. Yeah. God's plan and that he qualifies us. It's so true. So I was so nervous, though, that we were going to have another infant that was not sleeping and difficult because I was so exhausted. And so when our fourth boy, Bodie, came along, he was an amazing blessing. He has been by far the easiest, happy-go-lucky baby you can possibly imagine. Yeah, he has. He is just the most... Talk about patience. That boy (laughs) can sit there during dates. I'll get to see it on Instagram. You zoom in on little Bodie. He just sits there in his little seats and is just happy-go-lucky. He <laughs> is. And it was so great because I I feel like you kind of remember the most looking back at babies, probably the last one that you had. And everyone's always like, are you done now with number four? Because everyone thinks it's insane that we have four kids. But I'm always like, yeah, I feel like I'm done. And I feel like because he's such a good baby, I always want to look back at happy feelings. It just shows you that We had no idea that we were going to have a fourth. And so with each pregnancy, there was something different to be learned that God was teaching us Mm -hmm. that we just have to sit back and rely on God at times because I relied on him on so many different levels with each kid. You know, it was fertility with grace. It was having two kids almost under the age of one with Maverick. There's Tanner, who was a difficult sleeper for the whole first year, year and a half of his life. And then there was number four, Bodhi, who is, oh my goodness, how am I going to handle more? So we just found out that my sister and I share the same life verse. I came across this cross, and it said hope on the cross. 
And then it had the verse, Romans 15, 13, May the God of hope fill you with all joy and peace as you trust in him so that you may overflow with hope by the power of the Holy Spirit. I was just sharing with Jamie, like that was what my verse that I just kept staring at. I had the cross hanging up in my room. You know, for me, it was never, you know, trying to get pregnant, but we went through major financial hardship. So that was my life verse, just to hang on with hope and trust in him with our finances and you, Trish, the, you know, waiting patiently and just surrendering, trusting God to give you a baby and and not only one, but four. And they're so precious. I mean, they really are the treasure gifts from above. And I'm just so excited that you were able to come on here between naps and um, share your testimony, your God story with us. My takeaways are just trust. I mean, just like the verse was saying, um, trust in him and you will be filled with joy and peace. And just dive into his word. That would be another takeaway. I mean, everyone has these like, I'm feeling this today. I'm feeling on fire. The Holy Spirit's in me at this moment. And that's all great and wonderful. But when you are going through something truly difficult, you are not going to just be feeling it every day. Like you really have to put yourself in the word and he is talking through through the bible he's talking to you for me it was definitely join a women's bible study because you know there was accountability yeah being intentional right with your time with god and using all the resources that he gives us he gives us you know his word which is alive and active you know sharper than a two-edged sword Really, the word of God is full of his promises. So that's exactly what we're doing is looking and reading and meditating and pouring into all his promises of the Bible. So one other takeaway would be to find a doctor that is a Christian. I mean, not everyone really talks about that, but I think looking back, it was so important to have someone that had my back. Well, thank you so much for having me. I'm so excited. Oh, you're welcome. And I'm sure the listeners enjoyed everything that you said, making a huge impact. Thank you, Trish. Aw, thank you. Talk to you soon. Okay, love you. Love you, sis. In Trisha's story, she shares about trusting God in the waiting and how we sometimes question God with his timing. Her encouragement of diving into the word to receive peace and writing verses and prayers in a journal to help her get through was so encouraging for all of us. You know, if you find yourself in the season of waiting, know God is preparing for something so great. And in that preparation, we grow. And as we press into his word and write down our prayers, we will look back and see his provision all along the way. Thank you so much for listening today. I trust that God has encouraged you through this message. For more information on this ministry and to access free downloads, please visit my website 
at jamieelizabeth.com and sign up. You can also find me on Instagram and Facebook at jamieelizabethshespeakslife. That's J-A-Y-M-E, Elizabeth, She Speaks Life. Until next time, my friends, I pray God reveals himself through your own life story.